Game of Microphones is brought to you by CMG Podcasts. Riding their dead horses. Hunting with their packs of pale spiders big as hounds. It's your host, Sir Duncan the Fearsome. And Lady Rachel of House Fox. You're listening to Game of Microphones. Good morrow, fallen heroes and undead abominations. I'm Lord Sterling, Sir Duncan the Fearsome. And I'm Princess Sarah of House Von Dalton, the Shook. <laughs> what a crazy episode tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm still in full recovery. It's going to take me probably till next episode. 90 minutes of just madness. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they promised. <laughs> they definitely delivered. How epic was that? I was not expecting Melisandre to show up right off the bat. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be one of those, like, she pops in toward the end, and you're like, oh, mind blown. But she was there through the whole thing, being almost like channeling Speaking <laughs> Bran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Bran, that whole thing was crazy too, huh? All alone in the godswood with Theon. Theon was basically John Wick yeah. for a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, he channeled something extra in there. I don't know. I just wanted to. That whole ending part, as the Night King was walking up to him, took like felt like three quarters of the episode, man. Yeah. So, man, how about that opening scene, huh? They get those big battle structures, the formations outside the walls of Winterfell, and it's almost dead silent, just like a little tiny bit of music. The intensity was so insane for that whole opening scene. So many great aerial views and just a great idea of how everything was set up for, for the battle and everything was really great. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> it was just crazy I, I don't even know like what to say <laughs> the whole thing is just so nuts well i'm th- i just um i had my list going of all the all the people that died how many were on your list <laughs> all the main guys we uh <laughs> we did we lost jorah at the end there which uh, i was kind of expecting i'm surprised Tyrion lived i was kind of yeah. freaking out when he when he went out to fight inside of the uh the crypts down there <laughs> that was that was nuts well they kind of almost made it seem like everyone was about to die like the whole time i was like anyone can go at any second right now yeah pretty much everyone had a moment <laughs> i want to say ed was like our first one ed was our first oh, big loss yeah, same that's here. where i started being like oh okay okay i got rid of the echo in my ear now so i'm like i can think again uh, yeah, <laughs> I think Ed, you're right. Ed was the first big one that we lost, and uh, we it, that was sort of telegraphed, too. He was just kind of standing there over Sam after he saved him and just left himself open to be killed. I know. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, God. And then uh, I think the G one, of course, was Lady Liana, little Lady yeah. Liana. Oh, my God. How about that? <laughs> Went out like a <laughs> Took out G. a giant. That was unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was cool that she got to do something major too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you watch the uh, the after no. show the inside the episode? No, I didn't have time. They're talking about how she was supposed to be like a one, you know, one scene kind of character, and then when they met the girl, they were she's like, "She's just oh, too good. No. We got to keep her. <laughs> she's, she's something special." Yeah. And she was like, you know, he's like, you know, you wish you could give everyone this big, beautiful death, but she was the one that yeah. was deserving of it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Lady Liana. What a yeah. badass. I, it sucks <laughs> so bad that we lost her, though, but at least she got to go out in like a major way. You know, like that was super, super epic. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she was going out and then, ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, and did you think Barrick was? Like, I, yeah, that my come back my hound now? resurrection theory is kind of shot to shit at this point, huh? With Barrick being dead, I thought it was a, it was a cool theory though. I was waiting. Rest for in it. peace, Rip. It was. I I really thought like if it was. Yeah, happen, especially too. They were like hanging out together the whole episode. I was like, oh man, like I really think that we might get it, but that it just didn't happen, you know. Uh, I I was thinking it could. He was freaking out about the fire, and I, it was just. It felt like it was foreshadowing something yeah, along definitely. those lines. But the fire and everything. Oh, that was crazy. It was like a flashback to the Blackwater <laughs> Bay when he uh, saw all the fire and freaked out and had to vacate the battlefield. And oh my God, just everything that happened after that. They happened to yeah. see Arya up there, and the Hound was like, "Oh!" And he like went to go find her and help her. And it made me think of a couple episodes ago when Arya asked him if he'd ever fought. When was the last time he fought for anybody besides himself, right? And here he was like, I fought for you, didn't I? Right. And here he did it again. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I, I was worried we were going to at least lose yep. him temporarily. But nope, Beric bit it. Uh, technically, we don't know if he's still dead because Melisandre could have revived him. Yep. And we just didn't see it. <laughs> but she said his purpose was That's complete. True. So, At Game of Thrones, we're not... We don't accept it until we see yeah, like would, bodies burn. I wonder how many people, like, no, when Melisandre said to Arya, "What do we say to the God of Death?" You know, and she was like, "Not today." Oh my God, Melisandre is Cyril Pharrell. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, that was pretty cool though. <laughs> um, it was intense when Melisandre came riding up and asked, tells George, she asks him if if he can speak mm -hmm. Dothraki, right? And uh, tells him to have the Dothraki raise their, their blades to the sky. And she lights them all on fire. I was not expecting that. And that was a great device to let us know just how brutal the battle was without us actually seeing it. As one by one, all those flames were extinguished when they rushed into battle. Um, I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get any giant ice spiders. <laughs> oh. You know? Ice spiders know, speak as hounds. It, it's all right. Uh, they're all they're in my mind. They're they were there in my I imagination. I thought for a <laughs> second we got them, um, but I guess not. Bec like when they first when they first the Dothraki rode up into combat, and the fire hit the 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 line of the undead. I thought there was like something huge like lurking over the top of them there, but I guess not. What happened to Ghost? Ghost was there when the battle started, and then we just never saw him again. Oh, oh I was lost just, your sound there. Yeah, what happened to Ghost? I think he said Ghost. <laughs> I know. I wrote Ghost like a bunch of times. Right. I have Ghost. He wrote into battle with Jorah Mormont. Like, I wanted him to come out. Which was so cool, right? And then just disappeared, unfortunately. 
Can you hear me? Sorry, I think I lost you. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear? I lost the guy phone. ATX says he liked it. I think she oh, li- no. he liked uh, Arya's kill lurking up and killing the Night King. That was pretty in- intense, man. Um, the that whole the way she killed the Night King, sort of reversing the move that she did with Brienne with the dagger toss. I lost sound. I, okay, I don't we'll have right any back. sound. I'm sorry. Johnny, welcome. Johnny, welcome. What's up, everybody? We got uh, we got Lady Stitches here from the Luminescent Isle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to the show, Lady Stitches. Such a Hi, pleasure guys. to have you with us. <laughs> okay, I think we're in business now. Yay, I can hear you. Let us know in the chat if... Uh, it seems to be working. Let's see. I go back and read all the stuff that everyone was saying. Yeah, I was trying to keep up with some of it, but then I was like, man, I'm just sitting here typing on YouTube and I mean on Facebook and I don't have the YouTube pulled up. I was like, oh. Yeah, sorry for all the confusion yes. out there, guys. Got some malfunctioning equipment over here. All right. I think cool. it's working. Andrew Blake says it should have been John. He was brought back for a purpose. If it's not to kill the Night King, then it was a waste. Yeah. How surprising was that? That it ended up being Arya that took down the Night King. What'd you think about that, Johnny and Amy? Oh, man. That was just uh, uh, when you just saw like the little wisp of one of the lieutenant's hairs flare. I was like, what's coming? And then, I mean, just no way of seeing that coming. That was. No. I feel like she's the only one that could have pulled off like, oh, she's dropping the knife and then catch it in the other hand. Like she was yeah. the only character that could have pulled that off. That was so <laughs> sick. And it totally mirrored um, her original whole thing with, with Brienne, that fight that she had and everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She makes it that. even that's, better. That's freaking <laughs> epic. That's right. Like uh, whenever... Uh, they got back to Winterfell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it says, was it the same blade too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah same blade. Yep. And that's the blade that Bran yeah, gave but... her. Um, so uh-huh. it's, it's fitting that she used it to save him. All right. right so at the, that desperate moment, right? So, so where did Bran go? Where did Bran go? Where did Good Bran question. Go? I was wondering what he was I'll doing. I'll be back. <laughs> He's just taking a joyride and some ravens for a little bit, cruising around. Hey, Theon. Go charge that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Theon was epic, man. He was like uh, he was like Tony Jaa in the Protector, that last end scene where he destroys like a hundred guys in hand to hand combat to try to save his elephant. And there's just the whole place is just littered with bodies just everywhere. That's what it was like with Theon there at the end. He just what? massacred so many dudes. And they give you they give you that brief hope that like oh is he okay yeah because they they pan back yep. to him like giving his last breath but I'm like oh he's gonna live I know I, was like, I mean I guess technically he still could I don't know <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's Game of Thrones <laughs> where how did Arya get in there she bypassed all those whites and everything yeah I guess I guess she jumped out of uh, the tower that they were out by the fireplace and like ran across I guess the the tops of the, of the godwood. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a cool uh, helicopter or drone shot just yeah. to see. <laughs> to see yeah, her. Totally. But she was so quiet, man. They already set you up for that in that library scene. Like, 
like how easily she was just she was just as quiet as blood dripping on the floor. I mean, that yeah. was just crazy. <laughs> I so. was like splinter cell. She's using inanimate <laughs> objects to like divert attention by tossing them across the room. I was having yes, cre- yes, flashbacks exactly. to creeping through the streets. It made me think of, of made me think of Jurassic Park when they're the kids are in the oh, kitchen right. and the Velociraptors <laughs> are running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. My first thought. Exactly, and it sounded like one of the. Whites went like, like almost like doing the. I was like, what are they, Velociraptors now? And then Amy's like, it's that scene from freaking Jurassic Park. I'm like, Uh, there was a lot of references to movie scenes in this. There was that scene from The Last Jedi, also, too, where they're in the ATAT blasting Luke Skywalker with all the. Mm -hmm. Well, well, it's double parallel on that scene. So you have uh, all the blasting on the Night King from the Dragonfire, and you also have Melisandre walking out in the robe amongst like the overcoming odds right in front of her so there's two points where they refer- mm-hmm. reference the same scene from last jedi that was epic epic awesome. yeah. that's pretty wild melisandre what a- dude MV- mvp of the episode yeah. goes to melisandre man the red like, woman most huh? valuable player who saw that coming? <laughs> Not me. She no. just came in out of nowhere, dude. Oh yeah, my god! And what with fire, shot. she brought the fire, man. Yeah, she's like, it's not just me. It's Valyrian fire with my right. Oh magic. my god! Dude, was there so was there just things. just a moment you guys thought like she's holding on to that piece of wood? It's like it's not gonna happen because she already lit the sword. It's like something's just yeah. gonna go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The whole time, dude. The whole time Her I was voice thinking was all that. shaking. Panicking. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. She started like getting really like like um, agitated. Eyes were starting and... back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what uh, Beric had said, or they, uh, what's his face, <laughs> Thoros had said also that he was only able to successfully revive Beric in like a moment of desperation. Yeah. When yeah. he uh, came back and you know said the words and it happened. So as she started getting more and more desperate there. Finally, at yeah. the end, her voice same was thing. starting to crack. And yeah, same thing with John. She was just like, "Oh God, I got to do this." Like, right. you know, she's desperate. Uh, Jeff Allen says, "Most valuable priestess." Oh, oh, there's so much that happened, man. That was, it was like the best episode of TV I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was fucking. How epic. about? How about speaking of things that are just so fucking epic from this episode, Viserion just going into berserker mode. Yeah. And oh they're my just, gosh. <laughs> just going crazy and flames like shooting out from his neck and like all the places. Where so he torn is that from. like his, is that his natural state when the freaking night King's not controlling him? It just like sets him on autopilot. Like, all right, kill mode. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, the Night King does control everyone, all of them, doesn't he? he, Yeah, but he seems so concentrated in that moment on Bran. It's like, is he still going, spin around, all right, (laughs) catch that gun on fire, just kind of... I I wonder how much the the Whites actually work with that kind of stuff, too. Because we know from previous episodes that certain Whites controlled certain legions of the undead. Mm -hmm. And... That kind of thing. So I'm wondering, you know, I mean, is there a moment where you can be like, here, take over the dragon. I got to work on this. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that all the the other White Walkers broke to pieces when the Night King was killed, too, because they were theoretically alive when they were turned, right? Right. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't think that the necromancy would. Yeah. I didn't think that the necromancy would be powering all of them. So that was really surprising to me. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Um, what was it? One of the other, uh, f- so much shit, but, uh, okay. So 
I'm still trying to figure out Bram, and that's like racking my brain, as you can tell. Like he, all those ravens like coat the back of the dragon and like kind of fly like around him, and then it just cuts away. From that. It's like what is he just like like grabbing like? Because I mean, he can he can can he see the future or just the past? Don't I don't know, know. exactly. We saw, so like, we saw you, like in doing? his in one of his visions, we saw a dragon flying over King's Landing, but we don't know if that was the future or the past or what. Right. But the things he does, like he like giving Arya the knife and keeping Jamie say it seems like he knows or has like an intuition of needing these things to happen. It's almost like he's he's setting things in motion. I don't right, know if like he knows it's a vision, but, but doesn't know how they're gonna pan out. Right. Maybe, yeah. Cause he gave Arya that dagger specifically, you know, and mm-hmm. then she used it to save his life. In the chat, chance. Susan says Arya should have shot the Night King with a bow and arrow over Bran like she did in episode one. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That's yeah, chance. That's badass. Yeah, that would have been cool. The other thing, fucking, like what? <sighs> Ghost man and the Hound. Both of them felt so under underutilized in this episode. I know. It was just like, man, he's. It all be just like they like made Sandor for like this big wimp. Like, I'm just it, hoping that um that that the ghost is still alive. Yeah. Well, he got his big legs back though. <laughs> 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 he was he was in proportion. <laughs> He's still not no gray wimp, but I mean. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. It's but crazy. I was a little disappointed in that man that Sandor was just like I thought when he when Barrick's like what about her and he like there was going to be this momentous scene and then it just cuts to him you know like I mean once we I mean yeah there's still some fighting and him helping but really Barrick's the freaking hero in that scene you know yeah, not the hound <laughs> that was a no crazy panics. scene running through yeah. the corridors of Winterfell like we never we never really saw the interior no, of Winterfell yeah. very much in this series at all and all of a sudden we're running around through all these corridors and the library. <laughs> Everything is amazing. It was really cool. Winterfell's gonna be like micro Heron Hall. You're gonna have like this piece of it. It's gonna be like melted by dragon fire, like remind everybody what happened there in the future. It's fucking awesome, dude. It just so epic. Um, and I think a lot of the hound stuff is it's gonna be setting up like Arya being like maybe even saying that we still have three episodes left, like what conflicts coming with the mountain and these kind of things that she's just gonna basically you need to face your freaking cowardice, man. You like ran. Yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. We saw you hiding, you know, or people know you hid. Like, yeah. or where were you when we needed you? That kind of thing. Yeah. And he just stayed in there with the red woman. Like, right. <laughs> Arya goes running and he doesn't go to help her or anything like that. Well, see, and I thought that's what we were going to see was going to be something like when, after she kills uh, the Night King, I was like, oh, cool. We're going to see some like way like the hound like followed her that we didn't see off camera <laughs> to help this scene happen. And then when he just walks out with Melisandre, I'm like, what the hell? Really? He's the Hound. What are we doing? There's got to be something that's coming in this show that we don't know. Yeah. And this has got to lead up to it. Because he's just too momentous of a character to be underutilized. All of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about Gendry with the hammer, man? (laughs) Oh, man. Just going ape shit all over the place with that hammer, huh? That was epic. (laughs) What about I, the, su- what about the crypts? What about all the the whites oh, coming yeah. out of the, the crypts and everything? We called that, huh? Yeah, Dumbest yeah. idea ever. Varys was like, <laughs> "Well, at least we're already in the crypt." You know, Varys at the beginning, I was like, "No, that's not a good thing. You don't want to be where there's already dead people that can rise." <laughs> I thought. 
I'm sorry. I really thought for a second there when Tyrion and Sansa arrived by that crypt that he was when they had their little heartwarming moment where he kissed the hand. He's gonna be like, "Who's in this one?" <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I really was wondering who was like Ned's hand there. pop out. Oh, this is oh, dead. We're good. <laughs> yeah, they had a little touching moment there talking about being married. That was pretty funny, huh? I, I, you know, everybody as you know, we, we've chipped them again in the past, but I think if there's any way to like do that now, it's definitely surviving this together. They have yeah, mad respect for each other big time now. Big time. Totally. Yeah, that, um, I wasn't expecting them to be so candid with each other. Like uh, she's like, you were, the, you were the best of them, right? <laughs> And he was like, whoa, like, <laughs> wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, that was that was so warming, man. Uh, and such a cold episode. <laughs> yeah. Derek yeah. Pacheco says, do you not feel underwhelmed at all? Really? Five seconds of ghost? Arya somehow knowing how to use Valyrian steel on the spot the Night King was created right in his chest. Not one of the Night King's white walkers. I just thought she stabbed all. him. I thought it was like in the gut. I was like, okay, but uh, all right. Whatever yeah. she could More find. So. He's got some good points. We didn't see any White Walkers fighting. That would have been cool. Um, we didn't, you know, I was surprised that so many people lived in this episode. Well, here, here, here's, yeah. the, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> they still did an amazing job of building yeah. up insurmountable odds. And it's almost, I mean, like, there's no way. I mean, maybe that's why you feel a little underwhelmed. Because there's really no way to call what was going to happen there. And that moment, right when the Night King's reaching for Bran... What do you think was going to happen? You know, I mean, how is this going to go down? Is this it? Are we done? Now and it's just battle just of Cersei. through the, the background with the blade. Yeah. yeah <laughs> was racing. I, I don't, I mean, I'm yeah, me completely enthralled with the way they wrote this. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm just so ready to watch it again. Like, I know. I like, we go, we, we, we'll go on game microphones and talk as soon as it's done. We're going to go watch it again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I'm going to go watch it again too. <laughs> the oh, way man. they. Go ahead, lady. Uh, Princess Sarah. The way they paced it was great, too. I mean, they just, it grew and grew and grew, grew. and grew. Uh-huh. And my heart was like, faster and faster and faster. And then they're, they're falling back farther and farther and yeah. farther, you know, until they had no place else to fall back. And then when they had fallen back as far as they could, the dead were coming from inside as well, like from mm-hmm. the crypts. Oh, my God. That was I, nuts. That was so crazy. Well, and it could have went down that way. I mean, the way they had all those scenes, like with the hammer and you're seeing those shots of pod and then Brienne Phasma, like all, you know, flicking <laughs> up against the wall. And it's like, if it all goes down right now, at least they're going to be able to cut back and show their dead bodies on it. And you would, yeah. you would, it would be but still no. would have been complete. Like you would have saw their moments of right when they got down and you would have been able to have the scenes of the aftermath of like the whites and the freaking, the night King walking past all that. And it would have been like, Oh shit. Yeah, because there were some times I was like, don't pin away from them. What happened to them? And I, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that that's uh, the, the the show has done such a great job of setting us up for loss that the I guess the underwhelmed feeling would be like, you know, man, because I, I was feeling it early in the episode too. Like, okay, I, I love Dollar's Ed, but I mean, really, how many scenes have we spent with him versus like Tyrion? And right. so when he died, I was like, that sucks. But then, you know, yeah. we kept we kept clocking in time and I'm like, all they're doing is killing red shirts and like background characters. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to take away from uh, Lyanna Stark. That was freaking <gasps> epic. I, cried. Yeah. I mean, oh, epic. <laughs> I mean, just uh, you get heard the crunch, and I think that's the other thing is when the Night King grabs Arya and that sound effect. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man! Yeah. Even though she stabbed him, her neck just got crushed. Yeah. Like I thought yeah. in my head, I'm that's like, she I just thought. sacrificed herself. I was like, did she die? <laughs> and they set you up with that, just like you know, 
15 scenes ago with freaking uh with Liana Mormont. And now the Mormont, yeah. like you they're, said, they're the gone. Mormont line's gone. I mean, as far as like the heads of the house. Damn. Uh, Good point. Fucking Good point. epic, man. It's still Game so of Thrones, epic. everybody. <laughs> we still got three episodes. Last episode. And I think that's what they're wanting. Like the, the fandom has got like a collective sigh for a moment. Like Sansa's still alive. Tyrion's still alive. The Hound's still alive. Arya, Bran, John, Daenerys. Okay. All right, man. No, there's still three episodes left. Yeah. Guys. That's the thing is that the, even if you are underwhelmed, there's still three episodes left. We've only this is only the third episode. There's the so time, much maybe. more to come. Yeah, yeah. How Ooh. crazy is that? How crazy <laughs> is that? <laughs> it's not enough, but it's still more. <laughs> this. Oh my God. There's so many good things about this episode. I don't even yeah. know Sarah. where to start. The, of Larkham, uh, the Dothraki are destroyed. I mean, Cersei right now, once she gets all this news, is just going to be like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the like guy, the, ATX, says so many people lived because they still need to have people to kill in the boss stage. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally and, so I mean, now, I was, I was telling Amy, it's like, what, like the Rebel Alliance versus, like, the Empire mm-hmm. we got now going on. We got, like, this fragmented force going up against the Golden Company and Cersei. I mean, this is... Ah, oh, so gonna be so good, man. I know, right? Oh <laughs> my god. Alicia Scott says Jorah's oh, death scene was absolutely beautiful, and when Drogon hugged them, I completely oh, lost my it. God, yeah, Just that was around nice. them. He curled himself right around and it's sad Drogon is like oh, right. so because he knew Jorah too for all those years. Yeah. Being like, so Calvin Cook brings up a good point. Did uh, Rhaegal die? Yeah. Rhaegal. Uh, yeah, I don't oh, think when John got yeah. yeah when John got you know I mean the way that drag way that, that whole scene was shot it's like okay which one crashed which one okay we haven't seen the Night King's dragon in a little bit maybe his is the one that nope there it is okay well where's Raga so see Rhaegal? I was thinking that the one that the Night King was riding was the one that got bit because the fire was coming out of his neck but I'm not sure like it was so like yeah hard oh, they to yeah. watch it again at, yeah at the end we know that we got. You know the main one, and that's that's it. I mean, where's yeah. where's you know? Where's the other one? Yeah, Drogon's yeah. gotta be Drogon. hurt, man. I thought oh, he was yeah. done for. Me I too. thought he was. At least his not walking dead bulls, or he'd be screwed right now. <laughs> Lord Brandon of House Ushery Hill says, "My only beef is the dragon fight wasn't as epic as I thought. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty epic, though." <laughs> yeah. What about that other How to Train Your Dragon scene that we had in this episode, where they like got? Way up, up into the clouds where you saw the stars, and they were just oh, kind of frozen. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that down too. That was, <laughs> that so, was so amazing. Cool. I was like, "Man, the internet's gonna tear this apart with memes." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. When when the white cold started rolling in in the first place, and the dragons were just like engulfed in the in the mist, and Daenerys and Jon were holding on for dear life as their dragons were like being tossed through the storm, and yeah, Jon Rhaegal like like couldn't see where he was going and crashed into all those trees. Oh man, yeah. yeah I, I hope Rhaegal's all right. He could be critically wounded, for sure. Uh, I mean, that was freaking just so. Oh. I, I mean, I, I thought John was like, I'm like, man, they're gonna like damage him, and he's not gonna be able to fight or something. They're like, how is he? How is he surviving this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Chiodo says he went back and watched the scene. He doesn't think that Rhaegal died. I don't think either. Uh, the guy ATX says Rhaegal's. Uh, Rhaegal, something about Rhaegal is spoiled in coming up on. Uh, we we're not going to talk about that on yeah. the show. Uh, um, no, I don't know. No, no.
do next week on those yeah <laughs> i did but i'm not gonna i mean it, it just it was on while i was trying to finish a script for sorry renaissance <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I, didn't, I heard it i but, heard cersei i think yeah but yeah, Joey Poole says HBO needs to change their darkness settings because he couldn't see shit. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we it turned off dark. every every light in the house, and when we first started watching, it was still daylight in Texas, and oh. we our curtains to like where the sun was setting coming through. I'm like, oh my god, I can't see shit. I know. It's I had to do the same thing. Light. You did too, uh, Princess Sarah. Yeah, I had to close all the blinds because you just can't see anything. There's too much, too much. <laughs> I'm in California, so it was like light the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's see. Uh, maybe because it's been dark all season long. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, J Pool 3 uh, on uh, YouTube. <laughs> maybe we couldn't see because it's been dark all season long. It has been a dark, dark season. Um, that's for sure. Like even when they're in the crypts, other than like the torchlight, like right by their faces, you can barely see anything else in frame. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's supposed to be, I guess, a dark season. Maybe that's just the theme. You know, I'm sure none of that's by accident. Yeah, for sure. We'll see Definitely how it ends. Really thought we were going to get to see Ned Stark as an undead. Oh, yeah, too. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get Hodor either. I was hoping for Hodor. Oh, in the oh, library yeah, scene, they right. faked us out. Did anybody else catch that? What? So there's this part when you, and of course, I've only seen it once, but there's a part where she comes around like, oh, Hodor's going to be there. And then there's like this. Walker, it almost looks like it's in a shirt and tie. I mean, oh, like, this, yeah, it was like it had like slacks on and a white shirt. It was weird looking, and it's between the bookshelves. But then when she like creeps to the side, you see this bigger one off in the distance. And I'm like, oh, is that him? And then oh. it didn't go there. I was like, that would have been the perfect scene because I mean, what would have paralyzed her more than that for a second? Yeah, right. you know. Damn, so, yeah. Arya running through Winterfell was crazy. Like. The Hound has given up, and Beric's like, she hasn't given up, and points at Arya, who just, like, dives off the edge the of roof. one of the battlements and sliding down the roof. And all these whites are just, like, scrambling all over, falling after her and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. So epic. What yeah. an episode. The whole time, I think, more than anything else, I just kept saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The whole time, like, as things just kept accelerating and accelerating. Uh Alicia Stout says, I thought the giant uh, could have been 1-1. One, one. Oh, man, that would have been wild. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but that would have, I mean, didn't she kill the giant before the Night King raised the dead that was at, actually at the battle? That happened before. Yeah, because we see her awaken when he does that, uh, Liana. So, and 1-1 one, one is, was, wasn't 1-1 one, one the, is that the one that was killed by Ramsey, yeah. So at, I'm at, sure at this point he's been buried somewhere. By it. so, I guess when he started raising all the things in the crypts, depending on what they did with one one's corpse in that moment, I'm sure it started stirring somewhere, and we just didn't get yeah. to see it. <laughs> Speaking of being buried, Lady Sarah of House Larkham asks: Will Theon be buried at Winterfell, or will he have an Iron Island burial? Just cut him in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it was, i mean it was... at least you know you know not not laterally vertically <laughs> that, way. Oh, that was Sorry. pretty sad seeing Sorry. theon die this episode i was surprised to feel um you know like he had done so much good and really redeemed himself it was touching that brand told him he was a good person well right then, before... then that was writers telling the audience he's a good person He's yeah. good now. He's a good, he's a good guy now. Okay, I like right. him now. Still Theon. 
<laughs> Heather Jameson says, anyone else shell-shocked? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes uh, all of us. I was going to wear my hound helm, but uh, it was just <laughs> oh, too, yeah. like, too bulky. And <laughs> it was, like, kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, what a craziness. Michael Tarr says, is there a connection to be made that Melisandre thought Stannis Brathian was the prince slash princess that was promised, but it ended up being the newest additions to the Brath addition to the Brathians, Arya Brathian. Ooh. Uh, yeah, if she marries Gendry, she would be a Brathian at that point, huh? Dude, let's talk about that. The prince that was promised. Uh, so apparently that whole legend is bullshit. Like, <laughs> There, Arya is not a prince or a princess, right? But she's the one that took down the Night King. So, like, there's no significance to a prince or princess that was promised in relation to and the Long Night and the White Walkers at all. Is Melisandre some kind of like prophet seer? I mean, what was that stare of it like? I'm like, Jesus, we're we gonna waste the whole episode with them with her staring at Arya. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. what? Are, what are we, now it makes sense. <laughs> I was like, okay. Something's going to happen with these two. <laughs> they were at that cave with the Brotherhood Without Banners, and Mel was, like, saying all that stuff to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that was good that they threw it back to that with the eyes and everything. You'll kill, what did she say? You'll shut many eyes, brown, green, yeah. blue. They yep. did a great job poetically by kind of bringing stuff back in. Aria with the, the blade switch, the hand switch. They just, yeah. I liked it. So good. Uh, yeah, that final move by Arya again, bringing back that whole Brienne fight was so good. Yeah. And I thought she was like dying and just dropping the blade because she was going limp. You know, she mm -hmm. just kind of lets it out of her hand and it drops and falls and right into her other hand. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I the sound effect, man. I got. I can't wait to rewatch it because they do some foley art, like right when he catches her, and it just sounds like a crunch. I don't know. It's supposed to be because his fingers are icy. Because when he turns and looks at John earlier in the episode, you hear that like spindly, like, <laughs> like oh, like ice is in his veins, kind of thing. It's epic. Uh, I love the foley art in this episode. The blood drops on that wood, like. This guy's yeah. got so much money. <laughs> Foley art for Game of Thrones. That'd be such a cool job. Oh, hell yes. I would love to do that. IBN. I thought Danny was done for, too. I oh, yeah. yeah, I did, too. I really thought that was going to be the big... Yeah, she lands to save John, and just, like, the whites just start climbing all over Drogon. What the hell? Why was Drogon sitting there for that long? Yeah, I was like, why are you lingering? Yeah. Go! Like, yeah. Go, go! Yeah, go! Go, go, go! That was crazy. I don't know what is going on with open broadcaster software. Keeps, I'm not even touching the computer, and the, the window sizes keep changing on the screen. <laughs> oh. fix it, like, every few seconds. Just, like, Facebook's wigging on me on the chat. I'm trying to see it, and each time I go to look at someone's comment in the chat, like, it goes, nope, bloop! You know, uh, here's these other four ones. I'm like, oh, I was trying to read that one. Uh, um... Because the last time I had it where I could just scroll and have the window off to the it. side. Yeah, it's Jason out. Boucher says, It seems to be too cliche to me that the Night King just wanted an endless night. Yeah, for a story that's hailed as having no characters that's, that are just black and white and, you know, how giving everything different shades of gray, the Night King seemed pretty black and white to me. 
I don't know, man, because he he did smile there for a little bit. <laughs> I wrote yeah. that down. So, he smirked. Yeah, yeah. There's something that in there. Freaking epic, man! And just like like there's some darkness that was really going like conscious thought of like, yeah, like satisfaction, and that's to me that's that gives some context to a character that you know that we really don't know anything about other than that. But that was some emotion. Yeah. You know? So when Sansa goes down to the crypts, um, people had been speculating that she might go down there and give a rousing motivational speech and and uh, help make the people happy, kind of like she did at King's Landing during the Battle of Blackwater when she started singing that song and sort of raised the spirits of the people hiding out in the Red Keep. That did not happen at all. She, she's basically <laughs> did the total opposite. She's like, if if we're here, if you're here, you're basically worthless to, for the fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's nothing we can do. The opposite of empowering is kind of funny. <laughs> I was surprised. Uh, and the hound gets his participation trophy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the hound did. The hound did live. I saw a few people asking that in the chat. Yeah. I yeah. Robert Misiavedge says, disappointed we never heard them speak. Yeah, that would have been interesting if the uh, the Night King or what some of the White Walkers had... I thought we were going to get it when Me he looked too. at John for a moment like, what now, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that part was so epic, too. He raises his hands like, come at me, crow, again. Yeah. Yeah, and John's funny. just running to him as they're all well, rising John's around. recognized him. it before. Yeah, from Hardelm. I mean, yeah. he's like, That's oh, God, I know what's about to happen. Yeah. He's like, Run oh, faster. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's happening here. (laughs) Tap into your inner Forrest Gump. Get him. (laughs) Forrest. (laughs) Run, Forrest. (laughs) Oh, man. What a freaking episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked when there was our first, um, the mid-air collision at the start, too, when Drogon and um, Rhaegal were riding through the mist and Danny and John were on their backs and they crashed. They hit each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were trying to... I was like, is that the Night Kings or is that theirs? Like, yeah. trying to figure that out because of the way I it was shot. It was the Night King at first, too, like, attacking, but then they started flying in tandem with each other and I was like, oh, man, they just mid-air collision. Lucky that John or or um, Danny didn't fall off. The Night King took quite a tumble towards the end there. Yeah. Falling right off of Sarion and... Like he look, kind of looked like Bran, you know, or or Jamie sinking <laughs> through the water, falling from tower, Bran, backwards. That was pretty funny. IBN oh. Kathy is wondering what happened to to Ghost, and she's saying that, that the Hound just stayed in the castle after Arya ran out. Yeah, bitch yeah. made. Yeah, participation trophy. That's it. Uh, Jason <laughs> Boucher is is congratulating me for saying his name correctly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've seen the water boy, you know, Bobby Boucher. Maybe, maybe uh, Ivy and Kathy on YouTube also says, uh, when the Night King uh, raised, I was yelling, you damn cheater! You're cheating! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh my God. That was so crazy. And uh, yeah, she, IBN Kathy's saying, how do you fall off a dragon and get up like nothing happened? The the Night King, I'm assuming there. Or maybe it was John. She John, jumped yeah. off as well. I, I could see like the Night King just snapping his arm back. Like, oh, oh, right. well. Like all those but, yeah, John, John just got plot armor. He's good. Night King also yeah. got dragon fired and For now. was fine. Like, that's when he was oh, like, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> dragon You're fart. cute. What, what would you all have done, like Duncan was saying earlier, if the Night King just would have went? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so crazy. 
Man, yeah, the plan was shot to shit with that white cold. I thought it was really cool that we got to see the white cold that we've heard about in books. That when the you know the White Walkers come, that it just gets yeah. freezing. It's so cold that like the air itself becomes and, like visible. You know? And you, and they don't make it visible at first. I mean, that's obviously what takes the Dothraki ride out. They ride like right into it, but at that point, it's still black right. until you get to see it later. And I thought also for a moment there, like right there at the end before Arya you know, I came out of nowhere. I thought that Bran was almost going to like warg into the, the undead <laughs> dragon and yeah. John was going to melt, mount him and they were going to blast the night King with the blue fire. Yeah. And that was going to be like I what takes them out. I did the same thought. I was like, Brandon oh, Ushery Hill says, Arya with the 37 foot buzzer beater for the win. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, good. Ben Hamad Rashid says, fuck. I think he's yeah. freaking out. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. So good, so good, so good. Jell Costello says Danny is officially a dummy. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. I was surprised that she let herself she be. Was, she up was flying push. around forever. Like yeah, it's like she was mean, just flying around for a million years. You got me to if like I mean I've never obviously been to war. I got like sixteen <laughs> staples in my sternum, but played paintball a lot. And <laughs> but in the heat of things like that, I mean it's you you it's. I mean, she's she's battle hardened from like leading like the unsolid and and the Dothraki and like tactically planning things when everything goes the exact opposite where you can't see the flare like hey you're supposed yeah. to fight the French all that cold. stuff starts happening each time you know you're doing something and each time stuff starts fucking up it's like you just start to panic more and more and more and you start becoming less of someone that can keep that together so I think for all of that like everything going the opposite way it was supposed to. I think she did all right. I don't think she's ever even used a weapon. I think that was the first time yeah. we've seen her yeah. with a weapon in her hand, too. Yeah. She took so, the initiative. Yeah. She did better than the hound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Sandor, man. Or the go or ghost. Two of the fan favorites. They didn't get no fan service in this no. episode. <laughs> they got the opposite. <laughs> we got all excited at the start. Like we see ghosts lined up for battle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Week. We thought there was going to be like a lot of ghost action, and then we got nothing. I thought we were going to see more like undead animals too, like the yeah. like bears, yeah, and that kind of mammoths. stuff again. That would have been cool. They bust through the door of mammoths, like undead mammoths and stuff, and ice spiders. Man, that's the biggest, uh, the biggest bummer I think of the uh, whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, the spiders, the mammoths, freaking. Uh, I really thought I thought it would have been. I, I don't know. I guess they does he have to do that ritual to raise them up? Because I really thought it was gonna be cool, like if Barrick turned into a white, like right when she said blue eyes, and he's like, oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that was but cool. I, I guess they don't. I guess he has to intentionally bring them back, which is kind of cool. So, again, I, I guess we we're kind of. I, I am jaded by like the Walking Dead. At least like, no, that thing just died. Get away from it. It's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, the whole yeah, time yeah, he's hollering, right. burn him, burn him. <laughs> yeah, what what makes the dead rise? Because we, in the first uh, season, we got those two undead guys that came into Castle Black and tried to kill Gior Mormont, right? And they right. seem to like sort of randomly reanimate. I don't know how like the Night King wasn't there like telling them to rise or anything like that as far as we know. So I have a theory. I mean, again, it's just a theory. I think like those lieutenants have some sort of like necromance magic over different domains. And like say in the very first episode, even like like if something dies in that that area, it's like, hey, I got a new cell. Activate. <laughs> 
like like there's some kind of like because it's such a vast land up there that and he's got those it's got to have something to do with like why he needs craster's babies or some kind of magic because i mean if it was just as like autopilot easy that something died and seconds later it comes right back that'd make more sense but we know from hard helm and this battle that it doesn't work like that there's got to be some kind of activation process to bring them back from the dead and i just i don't feel like i mean even as powerful as the night king is then those those blonde uh white walkers wouldn't they wouldn't matter there's got to be something to those dudes behind him like to help him do this Right. I mean, obviously, he's the big bad. He rides a dragon. He's got the grand plan. But I feel like there's, I mean, what was that one episode where we saw them drop all of the, the army and then there was just the one like that didn't die yeah. when they were doing the scouting uh-huh. mission or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyond and the wall. That, that, that's Beyond perfect. Wall. So it, it just feels, yeah, it feels like at that point, one of the undead strayed from one of the lieutenant's uh, territories into somebody else's or something like that and got mixed in with all of them and you know I mean of course it was for the plot and the story and I get you can look at it like that but from not looking at it like that I feel like there's some kind of like tendrils that these uh, that these lieutenants have over the, the dead as well like just like the main Night King kind of thing mm. that's always been like so I mean if one of them's on the ball and isn't the lazy one he's like oh crap all right raise all them up let's go the other one's like oh we'll get it in a minute dude we're winning you know shit <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Katrina Pedigo says the Night King made her think of endless levels of video games. They conquered level one. Now it's time for level two. <laughs> Cersei is the big, big mega boss at the end. Is that is that the, the deal? Well, I wonder how she's going to go out now because I mean, after the way like this, all like all these pieces came together to to kill the Night King. It's like you have to top that now, HBO. Have fun. <laughs> good job. I mean, yeah, get your work cut out for you. Right? <laughs> Amanda LeClaire is wondering, what did Bran do with all the ravens? I know, right? And Valerie Weir says Melisandre is her new hero. Oh, yeah, dude. She Talk about redemption. I mean, and then she just gave herself away at the end of it. I mean, at that point, I mean, obviously Davos, I think, was going to kill her no matter what. Yeah, for sure. yeah, he was hunting her down the whole time. I mean, I was saying, it's like, get her, get her. Get, oh, okay, cool. She's doing it herself. Sweet. No point in killing me, he said. Um, she said, I'll be dead before the morning anyway. <laughs> but I mean, in that moment, I think he thought, oh, she's lying to me. There she is trying yeah. to escape. Uh-uh, not on my watch. I got you. Right. Totally. I love how shocked he was with, about how, how well Arya can fight. Oh, like yeah. there's that moment that he it's was like, just like, oh shit. And like, she looks up like, you're going to do something? Never mind. <laughs> I, got my, I, got, I got my Darth Maul spear here. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> So does that mean Varys is is gonna die next? Since Melisandre, remember they had that conversation on the cliff. Oh, She's gonna die, die in that strange we both land. Both die in the strange land. Oh, yeah, dude, how so crazy she, was that's Melisandre's one down. death too? Yeah, and speaking of that one down, she walks out of that room with the <laughs> hound, starts stripping <laughs> layer by layer, takes off the necklace and throws it in the ground, and then just like Davos, yeah, as Davos is watching as she just. The, the mirage disappears, the clamor fades away, and we can see her like white, whispery hair flowing in the breeze, kind of as she just and then her robe collapses. her robe drops, and it was going to cut back to Davos's face, and he was going to be like, <laughs> "Oh, we just saw what they saw a few seasons ago." Like this. <laughs> Don't go into room two thirty-seven. Stay far away. Oh, that was good. 
Yeah, I, I I just loved that whole Viserion thing where he's he lands in the courtyard of Winterfell and he's just berserking and and yes, trashing it, shooting blue fire. Yeah, freaking out. And John is just narrowly escaping death over and over, <laughs> hiding and like coming through these doors, and the flames are just blasting all around him. It was so blasting cool. out of his wound too. That was fucking cool. Like the fire yeah. was coming up his neck where he'd been bit. It was- Calvin Cook says there's a scene in the first episode this season where Cersei stands in front of a candelabra and looks like she's on fire. Foreshadowing? I hope so. Michael Tarr says, I think they should execute Cersei by beheading justice for Ned. Hashtag justice for Ned. Then burn the corpse. Yeah. Keep burning the corpses, just in case. <laughs> Burn her as they're cutting the head off. That way she feels the pain in her extremities, and then they take her head off. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You can tell he, he does horror writing. I'm a horror writer. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina Pedigo says, if Sir Brienne doesn't knight Arya. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be cool. Nah, she's an assassin, man. She's yeah, not a yeah, knight. she's above that, I think. What if we see her next week and she's got like a big fucking bruise all around her throat? That'd be so badass. Yeah. Alicia Stout's lost the volume and can no longer hear us. I think it's just you, Alicia. I think it's just your device potentially. Can you hear us? Type in the chat if you. Yeah, can if hear. you can hear us, let us know. Joel Erickson just joined on Facebook. Welcome, Joel. Welcome to the show. Man, uh, what else? What else? What, uh, the setup. Like, I, I was sitting there when, when we kept going back into the castle. I was just like, oh, man, I'm so glad they, they, they gave us a break. And then the way they cut to the, the shots of the dragons is like, oh, here comes this part. And then we go to that. At first, <laughs> like a takeaway. But then as, after you got the rhythm of the because they, they stayed true to that editing, mm-hmm. like all the way up to the end to Aria, like they had this perfect flow of like, OK, here are the five spots of this battle. And we're going to flow between them. And it was beautifully written, man. I'm yeah. so, so proud of this episode. Oh, man, what an amazing episode. Just, I mean, at, in the last two, you walk away kind of like, okay, all right, we're, we're set up, man. That was full throttle. Like, everything was perfectly led to it. And oh. I, thought, I thought for a moment we were going to get fucking uh, John, like, right before they get on the dragons at the beginning, being like, you can have the throne. I don't care. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, I was, I'm so glad they didn't do that because I really thought for a moment there was like this, what are they about to say to each other? Is he about to give her, like, the, it's, then, it's fine. And then the swords <laughs> light up. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that was so crazy. <laughs> I, we almost got away with not losing Jorah, too. Like, the last freaking close. I know. He just kept getting stabbed over and over and over. Yeah, you see the one stab, and then it's like they're saying, no, he did. Like, yeah. <laughs> stabbed in the back, stabbed in the front. One time, yeah, Danny like, like, used right, him as a guys. human shield and like, oh, him around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, did she really just like, I missed turn that. him? Like, she just like turned him in front of her. Like, what? Really? I got the, <laughs> oh, the rewatch. <laughs> she totally did. She dragged him right in the path of a blade. To so say, you're going to die for me. <laughs> 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 it's your moment. Yeah, One more mark on everybody hating Danny this season on the internet. She used Dread's oh. shield. <laughs> yeah, totally. She's the worst. <laughs> there was some tension with him and with uh, John and Danny too when they were up on that little peak oh, yeah. um, before entering battle. 
I don't remember exactly what you're talking about. That's what I was talking about. That's the scene where I thought he was just going to, like, break it with, hey. Oh, right, right, right. You have the throne. I'm good. Just let's do this. Because just feel that tension. Like, what's about to happen right now? Is she about to, like, shove him off the mountain or something? Yeah. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I I think I was distracted by technical difficulties when you were talking about that. Uh, yeah, man, that, that was that was like from the get go. I'm like, man, I hope they don't like find some point in this battle for him to like have blood all over him and be like, I don't care. You can yeah. have the- <laughs> <laughs> Robert Misiewicz says edge of my seat the whole time. Didn't really feel as long as it was. I looked up at 10 th- at 39 after, you know, about 39 minutes of this show. And I was like, damn, that was the fastest 39 minutes ever. Like. <laughs> It's just going so fast, even though like it started kind of started off sort of slow and really quiet. We're getting all these shots, these really calm shots showing us the whole structure of the like the formations of the armies and everything like that. But it it, it, I don't know, like when it when it started, it like really just started. (laughs) Yeah, but it got to it gave you those things that you didn't really get. I mean, we got to see like little pieces of dragon glass on the battlements and and those big like D-Day spikes like in the other episodes. But you didn't get to look at them like you got to in the opening Mm -hmm. of this episode. So you got all the eye candy that they had just been kind of looting to in the last two episodes. Like, oh, wow, there it is in its place. And that's right there. And that's how the catapults are going to work. Okay cool it's not just on a table laid out you get to see it so the setup was just so good it's like again like d-day like when you see the the boats riding in it's like that moment like oh it's about to go down this yeah, is awesome definitely i love that part with all those flaming uh arax and swords that the dothraki had just going out so one, by one, one by one distance. I, I, I told her like right when she lit them i go watch they're gonna get uh, like right over there and just gonna see all those lights go out <laughs> Minutes I was like, later, don't let like, Dark Racky, like, not trust, like, witch magic and yeah, that like, kind of stuff. So I was like, what would they do if he would just, like, no, put that in the sky. No, no, no. <laughs> you keep your magic witch. I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So what were they going to, were they just going to just chop them up and then, like, they were just going to call crawl as half skeletons? Because they didn't look like their stuff was made of the, uh, the dragon glass. Nuh-uh, it didn't. When it looked at it, it looked like just regular steel or yeah, iron or whatever like the typical eric's Cap- they yeah, have always wielded. so i was like well what was the plan before she lit these guys up were they just gonna like <laughs> be just cannon fodder just like ride out there and like they we'll chop one place. zombie into four zombies <laughs> yeah apparently because we saw in another episode like the hand will still try to get you even if it doesn't have something controlling it so right yeah that was cool i like that part sarah larkham says do you think that winterfell will be rebuilt Good question. Viserion did blow a huge hole in it, at least one when he was riding through there at one point. Uh, he swoops down and just blasts one of those towers to smithereens. I was like, shit, good thing that wasn't the one that Arya and the Hound were in. <laughs> right. You know, shit. Rip whoever was in that tower. Yeah, I, I think that they'll they'll rebuild Winterfell. Uh, definitely, I do too. Yes, that's Sansa's Jam, man. That's her. That's her. Everything. <laughs> that's her jam. <laughs> I was a little disappointed oh. that we didn't see her do something. Oh, like I, th- I thought when she pulled out the knife, oh, she that, did. She did yeah. a great thing. She sat there. She pissed off my Sunday, like right off the bat. Like, oh, yeah. oh I'm in the room. Don't what talk about hell? my queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my attitude. Oh man, it was so great. Like. 
Uh, I mean, that was one of those moments. I'm like, why did she just say that right now? Like Look at where they're at. I mean, I know she doesn't care, and she's got like her Cersei brain going on, but I was just like, why would you do that? You know, some of the people in here are like her friends. I mean, Masani's gonna be like, you know what she said about you while we were in the crypts? Get this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about that petty life. So. Kill that bitch. <laughs> she got red hair. Just set her on fire. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to stab you, Danny. Lord Derek of House Pacheco says, Beric, there's another way. You kill him, you kill them all. John, you don't understand. With how easily the Night King died, what was the purpose of John saying that line to Beric? This episode proved it was as easy as Valyrian steel to take him out. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good question. Yeah. So did it? It could have been any Valyrian steel. Did, did Arya not? Was she not the important piece of the puzzle or something? Like yeah, why I don't was Melisandre so like eyeballing her immediately? Like she knew that she was the one that was going to do it. Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe like. she she must have seen her in the flames so long so ago. Like, she was like, are you going to do this here? Right. Blue, blue eyes. eyes. Blue eyes. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what we say to death? Not uh? you're a oh. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Night King is like representative of death, then she got the message pretty quick though, because she beelined it straight for the the godswood after that. Uh-huh. How crazy was that using Bran as bait out there, dude? That was that was messed up. It wasn't even Bran. It was like Ward Bran. He wasn't even. Mm. He wasn't even present. Yeah, true. Lady Christie of House June says, I think John meant that it wasn't that easy to get to the Night King. Ah. Maybe. It's entirely possible. It definitely is not easy to get to the Night King. That part, man, I couldn't believe that. That Last Jedi moment where they, Danny Dracaris is the Night King and it just does nothing, nothing. man. Right. Nothing. Nothing. What, so crazy. That was the other takeaway. That was my probably my only letdown. I was like, come on, John. Say it. Say it. So, oh, I was waiting for John to be like, Dracarys! <laughs> yeah, dude, that would have been so cool. That would have been epic, so I'm hoping that's going to happen later in this season. LJ be- Bailey says, Littlefinger's dagger killed the Night King. Yeah, oh. interesting. One good thing Littlefinger ever did, putting that dagger into play. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Amy. That's, a hard, that's hard to say. I know, right? It's like, doesn't feel did, right coming that- out of your mouth. It's that like, was one piece on the chessboard that Littlefinger put in motion. You know? Oh my god, what if like like Littlefinger's corpse would have been around like all throat slit? <sighs> uh, ooh, all right, we get to kill him again! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Watch, we get down to uh, uh, King's Landing in an episode or two and Baelish is revealed as still being alive. You know, <laughs> Rachel would love that. <laughs> I know, that's Rachel's j- jam right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, Santa. Jell Costello says Bran knows the future. That's why he wasn't worried. Just tell us, Bran. Tell us what happens. <laughs> it seems like he knew the way he turned to Theon and everything. It was like he was saying goodbye. Like he was like, thank oh. you for everything. And then... <clears throat> or... <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, too. Theon was like, you know, I'm, I wish that I hadn't done the things that I did. And sort of the way that 
Bran had affirmed that it's all right with Jamie, saying, you know, if you hadn't pushed me, you would you'd still be that shitty person. He basically says the same thing to Theon, right? Like everything you did, all those bad things you did, they brought you here, where you belong. Home. Where you belong. Home. You know, those are die. Like they were walking that way. Like why couldn't it be like just hide over there? Arya's about to come right there. You'll be safe. Now yeah. go die. Go die. Yeah. I thought he was, to farm we don't need kids. you anymore. <laughs> yeah, they sort of look at each other and I thought Bran was gonna be like Thank you. You know, he said, thank you. You're a good person. Thank you. And then Brand, uh, Theon took that as turn and fight for me. You know, like yeah, yes. I was thinking Charge. that Brand was going to be like, uh, like, you're, you're free to go. That's not what I meant, but I only have so many words. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Brand's not the Night King. No. <laughs> so that theory's gone. Yeah, true. That unless he killed his future self. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That's like some Philip K. Dick level shit there. <laughs> that would be like hilarious. The man who's uh, who remembered the future, Philip K. Dick. Freaking! Uh, imagine, uh, imagine how pissed off everybody would be. You think like the ending of Dexter made everybody mad? No spoilers. But uh, freaking! Imagine like Littlefinger's alive, the Night King's still Bran. End the show. What did I just watch? What did I just watch? <laughs> yeah. I could have written it better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Larkham says, I know it would have been cliche, but Joris should have said to Danny, I love you before he died. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been I love cool, you, man. I wanted to hear him say Khaleesi <laughs> one more time. Yes. Khaleesi. <laughs> Khaleesi. Uh, yeah. Forever friend zoned. How about or good joke. luck? I wish you good fortune, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Tarr. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah, t- Michael Tarr says, was Bran seriously just crow watching YH3? Exactly. Yes. Or did he do some fuck? past tinkering that we didn't see yet? Like, what was he doing? He came back to Theon before, like, Theon was seemingly killed, right? So, you know, the second he popped back into Bran and like was talking with Theon again, I was like, "Oh shit, he has to come. He must have completed whatever mission he was doing." But we don't even know what he was doing. What was he, what was he doing? He's like, he's still, he really still is like a kid, and he just doesn't want to tell anybody. I want to go watch the battle. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I just really love flying, guys. I could see all the angles with my webcam, birds. Yeah, the three-eyed raven says you won't walk, but you will fly. So I was just making the most of it and flying as much as possible before I died. <laughs> <laughs> I was absorbing the battle for archive purposes, not for enjoyment. For archive purposes. Oh, there is one really sad moment where the battle is raging and everything looks super hopeless and desperate at Winterfell and it's cutting to all these people like Jamie getting knocked down by Whites and Bran like, ah! And then it cuts yeah. to Sam and he's just crying. <laughs> 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 the bodies. Oh, that was man. so brutal. I was like, oh, man, Sam. So we were wondering, the little girl that got drugged in the crypts at first, was that the same scarred face girl? But then we see her later in the episode, and she's just, like, next to Varys, like, hi, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Thought, uh, on the rewatch, I want to, like, because uh, she still has blood on her when she's next mm-hmm. to Varys. Like, oh, did somebody save her? Or? Oh, man, I yeah. missed that. It was yeah. so, that was really intense to that moment in the crypts where Theon or where um, Tyrion and Sansa pull out their blades and decide to make a move. 
and they run around from out from around the back of that crypt and hop into the next little alcove and Varys is sitting there with all the children and women and everything just totally helpless and I, I'm recruiting oh. new birds <laughs> always working always working oh he just he just seems so helpless and and hopeless that I, I don't know it just really hit me I was like damn like is Varys going to die in the crypt here like jeez it was so nuts. It was I a really watch that whole crypt scene again. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. It was a really good scene with uh, Tyrion where he turns the corner <laughs> and then it goes to John. Oh um, yeah, like, because they turn from the crypt and then it goes yeah. right into the courtyard. So when him and Sansa oh, turn, and then it goes straight to John turning around the corner too. Uh, the freaking yeah. editing in this episode like deserves so many awards. It was done yeah. so well. God, the raging level of the battle too like if we thought that the battle of the bastards was chaotic with just all this stuff happening the beginning of the battle this time was so insane it was so dark like you could hardly see anything it was just like a, a malaise like just a mash of just craziness <laughs> just yeah. like motion everywhere as as just like the the edges of all you could see is like the edges of these bodies just interlacing and just Man, that was nuts. Well, the way they edited it was that you didn't get you didn't get too much of it. They had so many things spliced in between the these big, huge, like crazy fights, and then you have they go back to the crypts when you know Sansa and Tyrion are talking, or they go to Davos staring at whoever he's staring at. <laughs> but they spliced it up really good. Davos, a lot of staring. It was you staring all episode. He's like near brand level staring. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard to match though. Yeah. Katrina Pettigo says Tyrion and Sansa scene had me swelling up with tears. Yeah, that was a nice little moment between the two of them. I like that one. Jell Costello says, I thought Arya gave the blade to Sansa. How'd she get it again? Or did she just give her a dragon glass? Yeah, I think she gave her a dragon glass dagger. That's yeah. what I had thought. I too. Initially. So did we get an episode name yet? Good question. There must be one, but I have not heard it yet. So I know everybody's still calling it the Battle of Winterfell all over online. It can't be called that because episode one was called Winterfell, right? Yeah. So it has yeah. to be called something else. Let's see. Looking it up right now on IMDb. Pulling it up. 73 episodes. Season I just eight. see it come There's... up on HBO and I'm like, click. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same here. <laughs> all right, yeah, just stay into my remote control. HBO. Until it takes me there. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh yeah no title yet on IMDb. I have not. Wow. Uh, I wonder if it's on HBO. On Go, if it's on HBO Go yet. Maybe. Live coming at you live. We're gonna find out. Investigating live. Investigating. Watch the comments. Like just look. We've said it ten times. Oh yeah. The dagger that finished the long night. Night King. Is what right it's here. called. Somebody what put in the it? comments the long night, but I don't. Uh, uh, Jesse Camacho, is that right? Put the long night. Katrina yeah, Pettigo sure. said the long night too. Maybe that was it. There you go. Maybe. It was a pretty, you know, long night. It ended. <laughs> it must have been horrible for anybody that was there. Katrina says, "Check the Twitter sphere." <laughs> the long night. Laura Gillespie says, "It's Ooh. a long night." I don't know if right. that's going to show it? up on there. Yeah, on the HBO Gap, Go app. Winterfell, oh, yeah. A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, The Long Night. Damn. Three. I like it. I well wonder named. If, uh, yeah. 
that's what George R. R. Martin wanted to name the spinoff too, right? So I wonder now that that name is being used for an episode of Game of Thrones, does that mean it's off the table for the spinoff title? Well, is that is that the prequel spinoff or the does uh, or a sequel spinoff? Um, it's you know? that that one that they've already that greenlit and are shooting the pilot for. It takes place during the original Long Night. Oh, okay. Well, then it's probably just a callback thing for this. Then, <laughs> uh, who knows? Matthew Rep says maybe there really was something special about that dagger, aside from just being Valyrian steel. It was in the book in the Citadel. That's right. Yeah. Wonder, man. <laughs> Wonder. Ah. <laughs> Valyrian steel. Oh, nice. Oh, look, it's got Night King gel on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got blood still on it. Take some hair gel. What? Tastes delicious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a legendary episode. I Longest consecutive battle sequence in cinematic history apparently right so that's it's got that going for it yeah yep. um dude did Arya use her weapon she didn't have her weapon yet did she the one that uh gendry made for her she she was yeah, using that, was, that did um, she? when yeah. she was first fighting the whites um on the battlements or in the yeah, that's the, that's the was, darth maul looking blade thing she has oh, okay like, yeah, it's like a, yeah, like a oh, dragonglass spear type thing. Yeah. She, yeah, she was using that for a while, okay. for sure. That's the one sure. that that's the one that knocked the stupid out of Davos's. Yeah. Whoa. And she lost oh. it when she had it oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Right Michael, when she right before the hound goes right. Okay. Yeah. Michael Tarr points out the dagger meant to kill the three-eyed raven. You know, in in the first season, ends up being used to kill the guy about to kill the three-eyed raven. <laughs> Whoa, Inception. <laughs> 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 yeah, totally. Uh, IBN Kathy says Davos survives everything, has been in the worst battles, and yet is still alive. Mm. Yeah, it's unbelievable. There's no like, training. Through. Right? Not a fighter. He's not a fighter. <laughs> his ship exploded in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. He leads the charge to follow up John in the, the Battle of the Bastards and when after Rickon gets killed. Well, oh, since Stannis burned his daughter alive, I guess he's the greatest contribution that Stannis helped make. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, that's so true. He's because he would just be out on the ocean still, like raiding. Yeah. Well, no, he'd probably be dead because somebody else would have caught him that wasn't as merciful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Ann Hargett just joined the chat. Welcome to the chat, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Sorry, I didn't get to include your feedback for the last episode. Later, Derek. Thanks, yeah, Sarah. thanks for joining us, Derek. Sorry you didn't like the episode that much. Sorry you felt let down. It sucks. Madison Merrick says they could. They said no one could kill the Night King, and no one did. I thought that was... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Fuck yeah, no one no rules. One protect me. No one can do this. No. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't be in all these places all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one can protect uh, any of I'm us. I have my <laughs> list. I'm going to bring some of my nobody friends over here to help yeah. out. <laughs> uh, that's funny, because, yeah, what did Sansa say? No one can protect me. No one can protect yeah. any of us. Yeah, no one exactly. can protect anyone. And basically, name anyone that's still alive, and no one did protect anyone. Yep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a language awesome. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally, totally. Oh. oh, crazy. Some of those dragon battles I thought were really cool. Like when they finally did end up fighting with the Night King on Viserion's back and they're all clashing and the jaws are just gnashing and ripping each other's throats and everything. And and then the Night King, then Viserion just like, cur- like pulls his wings in and just dive bombs straight downwards. Yeah. That, that was so cool, man. Uh, and then... Oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just I saw that Lady Sarah of House uh, Dust Bunny said she was late. Is Ghost dead? We don't know. Hey, Lady Sarah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Hopefully, Ghost isn't dead. He was yeah. criminally underutilized. That's for sure. He's probably just out there like licking his balls on the battlefield while yeah. it's going on, like <laughs> he's, he's like, been doing for way. the last four seasons. Yeah, Jorah <laughs> ran back to to the crew the crew after all the Dothraki were taken out yeah. narrowly escaped like, Ghost Jorah, like how did you make it back I followed the white wolf yeah you know like <laughs> give him some sort of credit <laughs> even though we didn't see it he led me out uh, of the darkness <laughs> ghost I ghost better not they be wouldn't do it like that they wouldn't do us like that they know everybody wants ghosts they wouldn't off camera like, death on him we could sell more so ghost plush toys if they would just Give us more <laughs> yeah. Imagine next episode we're like um, walking through the fields of corpses and they just discover ghosts' red stained body. Oh, no, I don't want to imagine that. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want to see, need... see Ghost rip the throat of Cersei out. That would be epic. Oh. <laughs> I feel like if Ghost was alive, he would have helped John when John was out there facing off the Night King alone. You know, like, where is Ghost? He, there is no explanation for the fact that he was not there. Ghost is pissed because John has a dragon now. He's <laughs> like, oh, who am I? What am I now? I guess I'll hang out here with Jorah. <laughs> <laughs> Look this, I'm leaving. <laughs> they like went forward, he went that way. I'm gonna go hang out with Nymeria in the woods. Screw yeah, this. Yeah, he's the second direwolf that's been like shunned away from being with their owner. <laughs> uh, did Gendry survive Valerie Ware? Uh, I would assume that all the people in those scenes they showed like uh like Jamie and I mean, yeah. they showed a few of them from the scene. I don't remember them panning in on Gendry specifically at the I end, but either. he was right there with them swinging the hammer. And that was the whole point of the epic buildup and the editing was just, here's these scenes. It's, it's insurmountable. They're done. There's no way they're going to be able to do this. Unless something happens right now, all these fools are dead and something happened. So I guess we assume he lived. Yeah, unless, I agree. Unless they killed him off screen. Oh, yeah, Gendry ate it too. No more Brad then. <laughs> I w- normally we wouldn't spoil anything from future episodes but here's something that i think is that will help bring people comfort um li- uh oh, it just disappeared someone says that we saw a ghost in the previews for next week oh i don't i didn't really pay attention that much to us i watched it bro. i heard it yeah oh that's good yeah i don't like i don't watch that but i'm i feel happier knowing that so if if we see if we see he'll, ghost i'll like have his little legs sport. back next episode <laughs> <his> big legs <laughs> back <laughs> well, a little ghost the cg guy is not on point <laughs> that was so funny with his little legs Did you fuck that up bill i don't know <laughs> one job four legs uh. one job yeah. <laughs> Kathy says direwolf pack. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, I see that. Bam, bam. Man, like I'm surprised they didn't show up during this episode. I really thought that like all the stops were going to be pulled. We were going to get like all kinds of giants and all kinds of mammoths and just like the direwolf pack or you yeah. know Nymeria yeah. leading the wolf pack. Um, 
yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff about this episode, a lot of stuff we didn't get to, but, uh, you know, overall, fantastic episode, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of the stuff that we felt like, you know, that, okay, so we don't got our eye spiders, our mammoths, and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. but what... <laughs> So what's going to happen? I mean, obviously, Azora High, Brambi and the Night King, all these different things have just been chunked out the window. So, like, what what are we going to get in the next three episodes? So I feel like there's going to be something there. It's not going to be like two. I hope it's not going to be like, all right, well, here's two more setup episodes. And now the finale of the series finale. So I'm hoping, like, maybe the next Two more episode. setup episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all of season, season eight is just, like, two-thirds setup See? episodes. God, don't say that. I don't know what the runtime is of the next one, but if it's an hour, it's probably a setup all, episode. I think the rest of them are here out, right? Yeah, the rest of them are all, like, 70 minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, over uh, an hour. Lady Sarah of House Hargett says, did anyone else get a little weepy when Tyrion kissed Sansa's hand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was such an awesome moment. I thought they, they The was acting great. was just, oh. Was the chemistry so... was on point. Yes. <laughs> not a, it was not a, a, a freaking Natalie Portman moment at all. <laughs> <laughs> you referencing Star Wars here? Yes. Clone <laughs> <laughs> <Star> Wars. <laughs> Uh, Michael Tarr says no ice spiders or undead Hodor either. White Hodor. Yeah, that was uh, they dropped the ball on that one, man. Having Hodor bust into Winterfell and like bitch slap Arya would have been awesome. Yeah, I was surprised when oh that that undead we giant giant we saw that was the undead giant that we saw in that one um, opening scene where it starts off with a vision that Bran's having of the undead army coming south, and it zooms oh, in on his, his eye. eye. Oh, yeah. It was that shit. giant. I recognized like, the catch. undead pattern of his face. Um, that was fucking, so cool. oh. I know Game of Thrones loves killing little girls, but God, that was an I epic know. death. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. She really went out in style. Like, mm-hmm. That was like, so She's going to have a freaking statue on Bear Island real quick. <laughs> <laughs> a giant killer, Leanna Mormont, the yeah. like David versus Goliath thing going on, man. Yeah. Epic. Well, Tormund said he killed a giant when he was ten, right? So did right. he? Did she just outdo Tormund? How old is she? I, and it does and the undead giant is that even harder to kill than a regular giant? Like I think Tormund that. drinks a lot of malarkey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bar talker, you know. Like put a exactly. few down on him, and he's like, "Yeah, I killed a giant." We're, well, no one saw it. It happened. And the and guy then I was already dead. And he just went up and stabbed it as a 10-year-old boy. Uh, oh, is that I the did that. Yeah. Brandon uh, Ushery Hill posted a great meme. It was like a picture of Tormund with the giant's milk. And it was referencing D- the Chappelle show where he, he only drinks the finest of the Cambodian immigrant breast milk. You know, <laughs> p- the, 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 the skit where he's puffy and he yeah. keeps threatening to sh- Shut down the record label. Yeah. <laughs> Tormund like only drinks the finest giant's milks. You know. <laughs> That's funny. Oh <laughs> god. Well, guys, I think we're gonna have to call it on our side. But uh, all right. Anything cool. else you want to add, Sarah, or should we call it too? I think we're calling it. Yeah, I get my little one to bed. <laughs> think we need to cover right. Thank you so much to everybody for joining us tonight. Princess Sarah of House Von Daltron, great to have you back on the show. Archmaester Stitches and Archmaestress Stitches. Are you an Archmaestress? There we go. There's no women in the Citadel. (laughs) (laughs) No 
them with their children. <laughs> oh man, you must have broken some vows, Johnny. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> He's following in Sam's footsteps. Strong female characters. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. This is uh, episode 113 live. Great live. to be here with you guys. Thanks for putting up with our little bit of technical difficulties that we've been encountering. And uh, really glad to be here with you guys. Another big thank you to uh, our guests, Princess Sarah, Archmaster, and Archmaistress Stitches. <laughs> give it, and everybody in the comments, give it up for your host, Duncan. <laughs> Busting up. Give it up for your host, Duncan, and all this, yeah. man. It's a lot of work to freaking arrange and put together, and you do such a good job of it, dude. Well, thanks. I try, you know. It's been stressful trying to deal with all these technical difficulties that we've been dealing with. Like, the show is going fine, and then all of a sudden, Open Broadcaster Studio started eating audio from Skype. So I had to. now I'm Skyping through a different computer that's connected to my other computer going through OBS. It's madness. But, what he's uh, saying yeah. is whatever it takes, folks. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. Another You're huge thank you. Live. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> and, and the uh, deep dives coming, man. I'm yeah, excited. So oh, right. Good. That's I wanted to mention too. This week, our deep dive will be featuring um, one of the survivors, hopefully, of this battle, a wildling that we saw actually towards the beginning of the episode while everybody was lined up in formation. John Fay will be joining us. He spent 55 days shooting this fight. And uh, he's going to have all kinds of fun behind-the-scenes stories, interactions with the main cast members, and how it all was to to put together and everything like that. So really excited to have yeah. John Fay on. I did... Uh, yeah, I did see him at the beginning of this episode too. I was like, "Oh, there he is!" You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like this awesome. one shot where it showed like it cut to wildlings standing there, oh, just waiting before the yeah. battle, started. and he was on the right side of the, on left side of the screen, stage right. Um, All I got to say to you, Duncan, is good luck on setting up your top fives for this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesus fucking fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be pretty brutal. It's going to be all <laughs> yeah. notes. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for being here. Another thank you to John Bailey, the epic voice guy, for announcing our show. And uh, if you guys want to support us, you can go to gamewithmicrophones.com, click on our link to Amazon. We uh, earn from qualifying purchases. You can also go to patreon.com slash podcast, I think, and paypal.me slash podcast. <laughs> we want to thank our Patreon supporters, Sir Matthew of House Rep, Lady Lucy of House Roberts, Lady Candace of House Twos, Lady Terry of House Theodore, Lord Jeff of House Allen, Sirenicide, Lord John of House Grills, Lord Luke the Low Duke, Taro Spirit, Robert Misiovich, thank you for your support as well, Lord Bryson of House Wolf, thank you so much to everybody who's supported us. And also, definitely make sure to check out Sirenicide. Yeah. That's Johnny Stitch's Woo! serialized horror drama podcast featuring me as mayor of Morston, Texas, Malik Husto. <laughs> Next uh, episode, we'll have our deep dive. And uh, then we'll be back again live for episode four next weekend. It's going to be insane. Who even knows what it's going to be about? <laughs> Seriously, like, where, where are they going to go? Uh, yeah, well, I, I thought we were going to lose Winterfell, and Winterfell is not lost, surprisingly. I got a prediction. Sir, she's going to drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> that Why did you pull a, that out? I don't know. I'm Say just that. a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys for a deep dive, you can always hit us up at 813-563-3739. That's 813-Joffrey. Yeah, 
Yeah, we haven't had any phone calls in a while, so you can call 813-JOFFREY or even send us a voicemail um, via email or whatever at ravens at gameofmicrophones.com. We're always happy to play your voice messages on air as well. And uh, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Thanks for everybody watching there tonight. Also, youtube.com slash gameofmicrophones. Thank you to everybody who's watching on YouTube tonight. Um. We just got a comment on YouTube. Elijah B says, can you please pray for my friend? He has a rare condition that makes his bones brittle and recently broke his neck and he's in a coma. His name is Nick Gers. Can you shout him out? Loves your channel. Nick, we're sending you the best wishes, my friend. Hopefully you, you pulled through. It, we're in our thoughts. All of our sure. good vibes. Yes. Thank you for letting us know, Elijah. Appreciate that. Um, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Gab and Minds at GOM Podcast. And we're on Tumblr at Game of Microphones. Thanks again to everybody for listening and to our amazing co-hosts. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Great to have you with us. That's our show. Bye. <laughs>